Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. Hey, Holman. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, buddy. How we feeling? Doing pretty good. Just, yeah. um, yeah, motorcycle just got turned off, so we're okay, man. Yeah, sh- finally shut that thing down. Yeah, yeah, we're in, uh, we're, we're in good shape. You know, it's, we're recording, so of course today's Friday. It's yeah. Good. It's a good day. Beautiful weather outside. Yeah, you know, it, it, like, it's not, not too hot, not too cold, none of that shit. It was actually, um. It's not raining. <sighs> yeah. I almost kind of wish it was raining. Like the rain just brings me a lot of joy for no damn reason. I'm sleepy enough. I don't need the rain helping. That's a good point. I'm not too tired right now just because I've had two C4s today. Oh, God. Yeah, my, probably my heart will get out here probably by, probably by the end of the episode. So It's nice knowing you. God's plan. Yeah, it's been, it's been nice knowing you there, buddy. Hey, we've had a run. We have. Um, now we have to name my successor in waiting. I'll hold tryouts. <laughs> Just promise, promise me one thing. If I happen to die before this episode is over, just promise me one thing and give Ziggy his fair chance. He's going to get his regardless. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know what that means exactly, but I just hope that Ziggy gets his fair chance to be the next co-host of the Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. Well, we would have to find a new name for the show, too. <clears throat> Ziggy can be Poppy. See that? See that's that's the nice thing. Like like if like if you died, yes, because nobody can be Holman. That's facts. Anybody can be Poppy. Not facts. I am the one and only. But anybody can assume the moniker. I'll give you that. Yeah, nobody can take on. Uh, nobody can take on Holman. No, I don't think anybody would want to. Except for, sh- except for my brother. My brother can. He's got the last name Holman. That's a good point. I would hope he does. He's and, your... and William. Little fucking Billy boy. Wild guy. That was Bill. Bill good? <clears throat> He's good. He's good. He's just over there living uh, living the dream in, in old T-Town. God, I hate that place. Him and Melman. Oh, man. Melman. That's a guy. Yeah, that's my man, dude. It's probably your favorite cat. That says something, too, because I have a cat. You have a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Raven annoys the hell out of me. You're going, Mel- you're going Melman over uh, Raven? Probably. I don't know. I mean, I've had Raven for so fucking long now at this point. <laughs> I have to love her. I, dude, I, dude, I have to. <laughs> dude, we got Raven like in 08. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, she, so she's kicking for a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's like... People that are listening, if y'all know, if y'all have seen my cat, the fact that we've had her since '08 and she's as obese as she is, that, that that's that, that's a miracle from God. And she's a little thick, Just slightly, three C's, ever so ever so slightly. She's <laughs> she's, uh, she, she's a little, she's a little thicky, but it's a, <laughs> it's okay because we love Raven. We do love Raven. I don't know if she's my favorite, but I do love Raven. All right, man. Let's uh, 
yeah, no, uh, enough of that. That that was that was that was, that was short opening banter this week, and it was more than enough. Yeah, <laughs> let's yeah, hop, for sure. Let's hop into all of the drama going on in the NBA. Cool, I'm with it. Where do you want to start? So I want to start with the fact that Phil Knight um has apparently put in an offer to buy the Portland Trailblazers for $2 billion. So it's not just Phil Knight. It is also the co-owner of the Dodgers. Okay. So they were going to do a joint bid uh, towards the team. Um, and the current owner of the Blazers rejected that. Really? Yeah, they said that, that um, the $2 billion is... I, I, I don't know if it's that they're not interested in selling the team at the moment or what the case is, but that they're just not going to take that. They're, they're, they're kind of basing it on the latest sale of an NBA franchise, which was the Timberwolves, who was bought by... It was like, it was like, it's, like a, it's like a two-man, like... Two-man investment group. Mm-hmm. I forget... One of the parties, but the other one's a Rod. Okay, uh, Rodriguez, Alex Rodriguez, not Aaron Rodgers. Yes, just ju- ju- just 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 to clear that up. Um, so they bought the Timberwolves, I think, for one point eight billion. I think the maybe not now at this point, but I think the name Blaze, the Portland Trailblazers name, goes a little bit further than the Minnesota Timberwolves, just because they're a little bit more of a historic franchise compared to the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's where they based the two billion two billion dollar valuation for their offer for the Blazers. I mean, it's what two hundred million dollars more than the Timberwolves. I mean, it does, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's an unrealistic. Yeah, yeah. What has Portland really done lately? No, yeah, I agree. I mean, outside of Damian Lillard, they really had. I mean, every other every other big time player they've had besides Dame, they have let go. Yeah, between McCollum. LaMarcus Aldridge, mm-hmm. Wesley Matthews, Nick Batum. Although Nick Nick Batum got way overpaid. Yeah. What he should have been. But that that's that that's beside the point. Um but Phil Knight has been trying to get into ownership of an NBA fran- uh, not just an NBA franchise, but a franchise in general mm-hmm. for a while. Um for people that don't know, Phil Knight is the founder of Nike. Yep. I also did I also did not know this. But did you know that Phil Knight is also in the NBA Hall of Fame? I did not know that. Sorry, the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame because they don't they don't have a sp- individual NBA Hall of Fame. But yes, he was inducted in 2012 for his contributions to the league, mainly the financial support that Nike has given the league. Wow, did not know that. Yeah, it, that was that was something that was something very very new to me. But he he's been trying to get into owning a sports franchise. Portland, the Portland Trailblazers make the most sense. Um, is Portland in Oregon? Yes. Portland's in Oregon. Yes. Or, Oregon is also the location of the headquarters for Nike. Yeah. Phil Knight is from Oregon. It all makes sense. Yeah. Buying the local sports team. He, his, his, his main goal is... There's a lot of fear that whoever ends up buying, what's up? Nothing. You're good. Okay. Whoever ends up the the big fear is whoever ends up buying the Portland Trailblazers is going is going to consider moving them. So Phil Knight's motivation is, if I can buy them, I'm not going to do jack shit with them. I'm gonna keep them here. I'm gonna keep them here. Exactly. Okay. 
Um, and I mean, also, also with, with Phil Knight, I mean, th- that's an owner who is not going to be scared to spend money in order to make things happen. Yeah, he'll spend it because he's got it. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, we saw what happened with, his name escapes me, but it's the dude who bought the Clippers. Oh, holy cow. Yeah, I can't think of it. The dude who's always very, very excited for no damn reason. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. His name is escaping me as well. Yeah, I, I, just, I, just, I just can't think of it. But he, but he came out and publicly said, he's like, he's like look, I'm going to turn this team into a winner. I'll do whatever I have to do. I'll pay luxury tax. I'll do anything. They haven't won a championship, but it, but it, it, um, it's Steve something. Ballmer, Steve, Steve Ballmer. I, I I I knew I knew it was I knew it started with a B. I just I just couldn't exactly na- put the put the letters in order. Um, <coughs> bless you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, Phil Knight not going to be an owner of an NBA franchise. I think eventually the the Blazers are probably going to be the next team that is sold in the NBA. Um, it's it. I mean, look, it happens. You own a team long enough, your ROI, your return on your investment increases. You're like, you know what? It's time. I don't want to deal with this anymore. I'll sell this for triple of what I bought it for years back. Yep, and I'm good. Yep, and 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 your family is set up for generations ever. Two billion dollars. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Go on. I could blow two billion. <sighs> I could too. It would take me a while. I could blow two billion. It would really, really take me a while. I don't know. You think you could? I think I could blow two billion. What would you buy with two billion dollars? Uh, houses, cars, yachts, golf courses, private jets. Okay, so even if you bought enough land to build, say, a seventy-two hole course, dude, like that would still probably only be like a drop in the bucket compared to two billion dollars yeah but then there's there's the cars there's the houses plural planes okay well yachts private islands who who are you jordan belfort with two billion fucking dollars i am dude two billion dollars i wouldn't know what to do with that money yeah i'd piss myself oh dude are you kidding me if like like if 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 I'm the owner of a franchise, depend it depends on the franchise. Portland Trailblazers, yes. If somebody has, comes to me and says, "We will give you two billion dollars to walk away right now," I'm like, um, when do you want me to leave? Yeah, when do you want me out by? Yeah, like like like, can I at least clean out my office so you can take over? Or or what, or what the case you is. You can overnight it. I don't really care. I'll leave yeah. right the fuck now. Yep, yeah. Keep it. I don't care. And and you know it's 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 even one of those things where if you're not interested in really selling, like 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 if you're still interested in ownership, but the but what's being offered to you is just too high of a like too high of something to pass up. Eventually, it's it's not going to at the moment because Adam Silver just shut it down. Transition in the, in the into the next topic. Um, you could always hope and pray that you can maybe become part of the ownership group for one of the new expansion franchises that will eventually come into the NBA. Yeah. Um, not anytime soon, but, e- but eventually it will happen. Um, it makes, I mean, it, it, like, it, it makes sense. The NFL is at 32 teams. Hockey's at 32 teams. 
MLB is still at 30. MLB is not going to change. No. There will not be an expensive expansion franchise in the MLB. It, wor- it works too well to have it the way it is. Um, but there's been a lot of... there's There's been some speculation that Seattle is going to get the Supersonics back. A lot of people want a team in Vegas. Okay. Because, of course, they have... Uh, they wouldn't play in Allegiant Stadium. They would play in the arena they built for the Golden Knights. Okay. The NHL franchise. Yep. Um... But of course, it's it's been proven that Vegas is a very sustainable area to have a pro sports franchise. Sure. Um, but Adam Silver didn't shoot that down. Um, so, no Supersonics yet. We're getting there. We're getting there. One day. I feel like we're also going to get one uh, probably in... Uh, I have a feeling about like, like Tennessee. Hmm. Like, I mean, you already have Memphis, but probably like Nashville. A real popular city right now. I don't know if they would. I don't know if they would do two teams in Tennessee or not. Tennessee's a or, uh, Nashville's a really really popular place right now. Louisville, Louisville's a good one. Yeah, I think they would do Louisville before they did any, did anything else. I mean, if they're gonna do two out west, they're gonna do two out east. Well, it'd be, it'd be it would be really really easy if they did two out west. They would move Memphis to the east. True. Take Memphis away. Still add two. Mm, the number's still off. No, no, it's no, not. No, it's good. Yeah, yeah, it'll work. It's even. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the only reason why Memphis is a Western Conference team is because they used to play in Vancouver. Yeah. Which is a Western, Con- which is a Western, Western portion of the of North America city. Yes. Um. So it's never made much sense to have Memphis play Western Conference teams when they're on the East Coast. Yeah, it hasn't made too much sense. Um. But yeah, so so that so that's unfortunately that's not something that's going to be happening yet. But hopefully in our lifetime we will see a new franchise come into the come into the NBA. I hope so. I I really do hope so. But while we're talking about East and West, yesterday, game one of the NBA finals. Yeah, yeah. I honestly I'm surprised we didn't start here. I wanted to uh I wanted to have a little bit of build up for it. Mm. Gotcha. Makes I, sense. <clears throat> I kind of wanted to burn through some of the other stuff. That way we could dive into this. Gotcha. I don't want to be held back. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to be censored. Um, I don't want to be shackled by the employee-employer relationship. <laughs> All right, White Goodman. Uh, um, so yesterday, unless you're into that kind of thing, in that case, I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> Sorry. Game one of the NBA Finals was yesterday. Uh, last night, the Boston Celtics were in Golden State taking on the Warriors. And Boston stunned them with a 120 to 108 victory. So I think this time last week, the finals had not been solidified yet. No, they had not been. So this is the first time that we were reporting on the Eastern Conference champion Boston Celtics and Western Conference champion Golden State Warriors. Yes. Um, so something new that they ended up doing that they decided to add this year, they ended up adding. A Western an Eastern Conference Finals MVP and a Western Conference Finals MVP. The Eastern Conference Finals MVP, the award name is the Larry Bird Award. Then for the Western Conference is the Irving Magic Johnson Award. Yep. Which is very, very fitting. Because those team those, I mean, those two guys were the most dominant players and they met in the finals multiple times throughout the eighties. It was so, four times? I think it's more than that. I think it was four times. I think Magic got the best of them. Larry got the best of a majority of the time. Did he? I think, yeah. I think it was the other way around. Do you? I'm about to pull it up. 
Um, I'm just searching Larry Bird. I just searched Magic Johnson. There we go. 81, 84, and 86. Is when they played or when Larry Bird won the That's title? when Larry Bird won titles. <laughs> People also ask, does Magic Johnson still own Starbucks? <laughs> does, does Magic Johnson own Starbucks? I think he may. I think he may have some Starbucks. Starbucks is Starbucks. Starbucks I. Starbucks E's. Starbucks E's. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Magic Johnson, 1980, 1982, 1985, 1987, 1988. Okay, so Johnson, so Magic did spank his ass. That's what I thought. Okay, I thought I caught the end of that at the end of uh, Winning Time. I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you're right. I don't. Well, well, you are right. You just looked it up. Anyway, regardless. Um, so the so the Urban Magic Johnson Award winner was Stephen Curry. The uh, Larry Bird Award winner is very fitting. Boston Celtics and Jason Tatum. Yeah, I think it was kind of fitting that uh that he got that. Yeah. Um. So here we are now in Game One. Um. The final score of the game was one twenty to one hundred eight. Uh, Boston steals home game, home field, home home field, home court advantage away from the Warriors, and take a one nothing series lead. Uh, I will say I didn't get the, I didn't watch the game just because I was snoozing before work. Um, but I I I got the notification saying that Curry had this amazing first quarter. He I mean, which 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 in his own right he did. I mean Steph Curry score he made six threes in the first quarter alone of an NBA finals game, which is the most threes in one corner in 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 quarter, not corner. Um most threes in a quarter in uh finals history. So Yeah, but then he made one the rest of the night. Yes. He made one for the rest of the night. To his credit, he still finished with thirty four. He had twenty one and a half. Yeah. That I mean I mean I mean I mean that's 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 the only bad thing. Um then I mean on the on the flip side of that with the with the Celtics they had 33 assists last night that was an NBA Finals record yeah that's insane to me which is crazy like it, it, I mean it helps when your best player who is known for his scoring had more assists than he did points yeah I mean he was having an off night scoring the basketball and he was like hey you know what I recognize it I recognize it tonight is not my night nope I got my guys. Yeah, so I mean, Jason Tatum finished with twelve points and thirteen assists. That's crazy, and five rebounds. So Jason Tatum had a good game. The leading scorer of the game of all of all players, Al Horford. No, it was Steph Curry for the Celtics. I meant I'm sorry for the Celtics. Yeah, yep, it was Al Horford. Celtics' leading scorer was Al Horford. He had twenty six points. Uh, you want to talk about six threes? That was also a guy who had six threes. So good for Al Horford. Um, Al Horford is actually actually set an NBA record for the most playoff games played in without appearing in an NBA Finals. That poor guy. Yeah. Gosh. It was a lot, too. It was like 100, it's like, it, I think it's like 120 plus. Good Lord, man. Yeah. Finally, Al Horford's in the NBA Finals, so props to him. Um, but yeah, so the big tilt came in the fourth quarter. Um, Boston outscored Golden State 40-16. to 16. Um, and they just snatched that lead right away from Golden State, who is a second-half team. Yeah. I mean, um, Boston had 28 in both the first and the second quarter. Uh, Golden State had 32 and 22, so Golden State was only up by two at the half. Then they came out, outscored them 38 to 24, had a pretty sizable lead on them, and then Boston played their brand of basketball. 
Yeah, at that point, like Golden State, they play the brand of basketball. It's we're gonna we're just gonna run around like a bunch of little scared hamsters until you're tired. Boston's like, okay, go ahead, have at it. Yeah, go get them, Skipper. Slap yeah. them on the ass. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when you have when you have players like Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum's not really known for his defense, mm. but Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Peyton Pritchard. And uh, Grant Williams, those are those are all guys who are kind of known for their de- for their defensive abilities. Um, so, you know, they re- they really stuck to their game. They did what they do best, and um, they just believed in what they could do. Yeah, and uh, and knew that eventually their brand of basketball was going to win out. Which, in my personal opinion, this is the worst. Literally the worst case scenario for the Warriors. I agree. I think Boston. I think I think Boston was going to give any Western Conference team a lot of fucking trouble, just because they are so disciplined defensively. There's an old saying: defense wins championships. Yeah, I mean, go, I mean, Golden State did it when they were winning their when they were winning their three out of four. Yeah, they were playing damn good defense. They played very, very good defense. Now, now their better defenders, who are Draymond and Clay and Iguodala, they're all a little older now. Yeah, they've all lost a little bit of a step, and now it shows. Yeah, I mean, dude, you let you let Al Horford score twenty six. Old ass Al Horford. How old, old is Al Horford? I gotta, I gotta check. This um, now. hold on, I'll pull it up right now. I have got to check this. Thirty six. Good lord, you can't be letting thirty six year old Al Horford go off like that. What are 30, we doing? Thirty six, man. Come on, Kevon Looney. What are you doing, dude? Thirty six years of age, and he scored twenty six in his first ever NBA Finals game. Um, so this could spell a lot of trouble for Golden State. They have Steph Curry. They have Klay Thompson. To his credit, they have Andrew Wiggins. They also have Jordan Poole. Those are four guys that can give you a bucket, and they can give you a bucket quick if they get rolling. It's four guys that can put up 30. Right. They also, dude, they also have Otto Porter Jr., yeah. who, who's, who's a pretty reliable piece off the bench as well. I mean, yeah. I mean, and I mean they, like, they have the leadership of Draymond Green, the leadership of Andre Iguodala, and, and they, have a, they have young bucks with uh, Moses, Moses Moody. And Jonathan Kaminga. Yeah. I'm not counting out the Golden State Warriors just yet. They might get Gary Payton Jr. back, too. And they do have the possibility of getting Gary Payton Jr. back as well, who will, who's definitely going to help out defensively a lot. But with that said, Boston just got a taste of what it's like to win an NBA Finals game. This Boston team. Do not let them jump on you next game. Because if you do, I promise you, it's not leaving Boston. Eme can taste it. Dude, Jason Tatum texted Kobe Bryant's phone number before Game 7 and told you, I got you. Yeah, he said, I got you today. He said, I got you on this one. And he fucking followed through with it. Yeah, he had him. They won. It wasn't question for a little bit there. It was... Uh, it was. The Heat was game back and won. Yes. But, again... This he 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 is the easily the most talked about person on this fucking podcast from yours truly. He can taste it. If Jason Tatum can figure out the scoring 
and every and everything else falls in line. Dude, he went three of seventeen from the field last night. He yeah, went, I haven't seen him have that bad of a shooting night in a long time. He went one of five from three. If he makes two more threes, they almost beat him by twenty. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I I was with you when I said I think Boston wins this. Yeah. I was with you when I said that. Still my pick. Whether it goes six or seven, I don't know. But Boston wins this. That's my pick. I'm going to say Boston takes it in six. Pending game two. Okay. So you think if they win game two, they win it in six? Do you think if they lose? No. I think if they win game two... I think they could take it in four. Okay, dude. Honestly, because I mean, I mean, you go back to the you go back to the Garden, dude. Golden State's a loud place to play in. I can't remember what the name of their arena is, but it like it's not Oracle anymore. It's something different. It's a completely new arena. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm not sure. They but, might say it. But they're like, that's a very very loud place to play. Golden State fans are very 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 rowdy. Not in a bad way. Chase Center. That's it. But they are like they're just they're just very, very enthusiastic fans. Only because they're recently enthused. Well, they haven't been relevant since until like the past ten years. That's true. Then you got Boston. Dude. Diehard team. Diehard fans. History. Haven't tasted it in a while. Dude, Boston fans. Through a banana peel at Adam Jones. Yeah. During a baseball game. Yep. Adam Jones is one of the most respected, was one of the most respected players in the MLB when he was playing. Yeah, he was just a wholesome guy. Boston fans don't care. No. We watch Winning Time. They were literally just screaming, fuck you at players. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do, I do that too. Pretty much just to the Mahomes family. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. I hate them. All right, well, we're not talking. We're not talking about them today. So it's okay. okay, good. Um, but so yeah, I hate I, them. I mean, a little, little bit more realistic. I think Boston can take it in five. I think Golden State minimum steals one. Minimum, they take one. I think they can. Like, like I said, it all really depends on how game two goes. Because if Boston comes out and they just play very, very good, consistent basketball. Because they really hit their stride in the fourth quarter with scoring and defensively. Mm-hmm. Dude, they held Golden State scoreless for about five minutes in their own arena. Yeah, it's pretty bad. You like, can't have that. You can't have that win a championship. You, you, no, you can't. And, and Boston is the best defensive, has the best defensive efficiency in the NBA. Yep. And now it's showing. Like I said, defense wins championships. It's, it's, it's definitely showing, man. And, and I mean, the scoring is consistent. Dude. First quarter, 28. Second quarter, 28. Third quarter, 24. Fourth quarter, 40. Just chipping away at it. Chipping, chipping away at it. That's all, that's all they're doing. And like, like this is a team that is n- nobody from Boston has ever played in an NBA Finals game before. That's fair. Yeah. N- like, n- like, none of them have. Players on Golden State have. If, if Boston starts to figure out, hey, you know, this is literally just another fucking game. I think they're in trouble. I see them going six. Realistically, yes, but again, again, it in order in order for me to real Boston takes it. 
But I'll, I'll be very, very clear about it now. I think Boston wins the NBA Finals. Depending on how Game 2 goes, Game 2 is going to be the tilt game. If it's close, it'll go 6. If Boston just smacks them, I, th- I think it could be over in Boston. Could be over in Boston. How are they doing the series now? Are they still doing 2-3-2? Two, two? Is it 2-2-1-2-1? Two, two, one, two, one? Or 1-1-1? One, one, one? Um, is it 2 in Golden State, 2 in Boston, 1 in Golden State, 1 in Boston, 1 in Golden State? Pause. I can tell you in a moment here. Maybe. Boston. Oh, I gotta click here, don't I? Nope, come on. Because, that, I mean, that does make a difference. It does make a difference, yeah. Um... Okay, let's see. It's uh yeah, at Golden State for one and two, home for three and four, <clears throat> at Golden State for five, okay. home for six, at Golden State for seven. Okay. So it's two two one two one or one one one. One one one. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Versus Golden State. Tickets as low as forty five dollars. That's gotta be a typo. In Boston. Next Friday, nine o'clock. Forty five dollar tickets. That's gotta be a typo, right? Has to be. Do I go buy those now and then just sell them online for $500? That's got to be a typo. We'll look into it after this. I'm looking into this now. Okay. Well, while my man Holman is, is pulling that up. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> while my man Holman is pulling that up, um, at the Chase Center, tickets are as low as, uh, are as, low as $646. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not... <laughs> that $45 thing was a goddamn lie. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um. So now, now, now that we've established that that's a goddamn lie, according to my man Holman over there. Yeah. Um. We did something new, something that we don't know, some something that we haven't done before. Um. But we went back to our mock draft in ways, and we are uh, we are very very proud to proud to announce the first ever Poppy and Holman Sports Lab mock draft for the upcoming NBA draft. Yeah, baby. This was kind of a spur of the moment thing. I kind of got the I kind of got the wild hair in my ass to go ahead and do it while we were listening to Post Malone's album, which is very very good. Came yes. out today. I'd recommend I'd recommend listening to it. Um, and uh, so what we ended up doing was we only did the lottery. I'm not as brushed up on a lot of these players as as we were for football. Um, I know my man Holmes was just like, sure, yeah, sure, that sounds good. Yeah, outside of like the top five players, I'm like, whatever, dude, dude, take it you want. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm a little bit more brushed up on it, so um, I'll go ahead and run it down. Um, so the number one pick in the NBA draft went to the Orlando Magic this year. They won the they won the draft lottery. Um, slam dunk. I've talked about him before on the podcast. I think they're gonna go ahead and take Chet Holmgren, uh, with the number one overall pick. Uh, the guy has um a similar build to Kevin Durant. And I think he could. I, th- I think he's a little bit better defensively than Kevin Durant is. Um, so I think he's a slam dunk number one pick. With that said, uh, the consensus number two pick, um, Jabari Smith, power forward from Auburn, uh, dude did just about everything this year. He's a, he's a monster defensively, and he's uh, he's very very good on the low post as well. So Oklahoma City getting Jabari Smith number two overall. Number three goes to the Houston Texans. Uh, we have them taking point guard Jaden Ivey from Purdue. 
um, which is a little bit of a change up from what a lot of people have been saying. Um, they're saying that the, the, the top three players in the NBA draft are Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, and Paolo Boncero. Um, we decided to go in another direction just because of their need at point guard. Um, right now, their starting point guards are Dennis Schroeder and John Wall. John Wall has played a collective 30 games over the last two years. Yeah, we, we said Jaden Ivey just because we think John Wall's going to be gone. Yeah, so I, th- I think they end up going with the point guard of the future just because they have Jalen Green, um, so they don't really need a shooting guard. They have Kevin Porter Jr. who can play the small forward. Um, Christian Wood who can play at the four. And they have Bruno Fernando who um, isn't anything to write home about, but he's a serviceable center. Um, who 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 can who can give you a double double easily every night? That's what he did when he was at Maryland. Yeah. Um. So that's a guy who um who you can keep in the starting lineup. He's not going to do anything crazy, but he's not going to do something stupid. Moving on to number four, the Sacramento Kings. This is who gets Paolo Banchero. Um. There's been a lot of questions about Paolo Banchero's um conditioning, and how he'll be able to translate into the NBA just the speed with it and, and all that kind of stuff. He has a very very rare condition. Where he sweats profusely. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've, we've covered this once, I believe. I think it's like seven pounds a game. Of sweat. Yeah. He, like, he loses like, seven pounds a game. The science lab at Duke actually had to create like a special drink for him to have during the game. Just so he wouldn't... It's like a special oxygenated. Uh, yeah, it's like a special oxygenated drink that uh, absorbs into his bloodstream faster than uh, regular like liquids. Yeah, so that is a concern about Paolo Banchero coming coming into the league. I don't think it will affect him. Uh, he's still very very gifted offensively, um, but there is some um, is some question marks about that. Um, number five, we had Detroit taking uh, Shaden Sharp, shooting guard. Um, they need a little bit of help with the two. Uh, they have some guys who aren't as proven. Um, this guy's this this guy's a pretty good shooter. He, I don't think he played a whole lot of Kentucky. I think he actually sat out this season for one reason or another. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Um, but we have him going with with a with a shooting guard here. Um, kind of a little bit of a surprise here. The number six pick. Uh, we have Indiana taking Jalen Duran, uh, a center out of Memphis. Um, what's so funny? Nothing. Are you sure? Yeah. What are you laughing at, dude? I was just uh thinking back to to earlier. Oh, Duran Duran, <laughs> Duran Duran. <laughs> um, so uh, with Indiana, they um need a little bit more depth at the center position. They still have Miles Turner, uh, who I think could be traded later on the season. Um, he he he's a pretty good trade chip. Um, so you have a guy who could, um, who can come in again, give you like 10 and 10, give you some defense, give you some defense, uh, as well. Um, so it's a little bit early compared to what some people have been saying about Jalen Duran. Ultimately, I think it is a good pick. Yeah. Um, no secret. I'm a Wizards fan. This is actually somebody who I'm hoping the Wizards can end up get getting just because, or, or, or a point guard, just anything other than a fucking small forward. Like we've been getting the last few years, which Anyway, <laughs> regardless, uh, circling back around to the Portland Trailblazers, we have them taking Keegan Murray, uh, sophomore out of Iowa. Uh, he's a power forward. Th- this is this is a best available kind of deal. 
Uh, he's projected to be about the fifth best player in the draft. This guy averaged about 25 a game last season in the Big Ten. So this is a, this this guy's a bucket getter. Um, he, I mean, he was. It's, it was, I want to say it's sort of a one man show being over there at Iowa, but it really isn't because I know they have another guy who's in consideration to be drafted in the first round as well. Uh, but he was he was definitely the star of the team. I mean, the Big Ten's no slouch. They have a, a lot, a lot, a lot of good teams over in the Big Ten. Yeah, for sure. So, so being able to put up twenty plus points in that stacked in that stacked conference, it says a lot. So, um, so Portland would definitely be able to get, be getting a good player added to the roster in order to help out Damian Lillard. Sure. Um, <clears throat> moving on to uh, the number eight pick, which belonged to the Los Angeles Lakers, but is going to the New Orleans Pelicans in association with the Anthony Davis trade. Uh, we have them taking a, a point guard from the G League, Ignite, Dyson Daniels. This is not a guy that I know a lot about. I have not been keeping up with the uh, with any of the G League, Ignite stuff. Um, but 6'6 six, six point guard, you're like having size of the point guard position, it's definitely an advantage. Espe- I mean... Even even if even if the position of point guard is a little bit too fast, you could always translate him to a two. You can move McCollum to a, you let McCollum run point. Um, so it frees up a lot of options for um, for New Orleans. <clears throat> the number nine pick. I apologize to this individual because <laughs> um, I cannot pronounce his name whatsoever. But with the ninth pick, we have the San Antonio Spurs selecting Benedict Mathern. Again, I don't know if I said your last name correctly, but he's a he's a sophomore uh small forward out of Arizona. Um San Antonio is one of those teams that need a lot of help across the board. Um so just a, just acquiring young assets for the team is going to be very very beneficial. Um and he he isn't as ranked high up as some of the other guys are, but new you want to say New Orleans. San Antonio likes to go off the reserve with a lot of their picks. Yeah. Uh, see Devin Vassell a few years ago. I know a lot of people questioned DeJounte Murray when he got drafted. Um, So, that's the pick we have for San Antonio. Um, I know I said that I don't want the Wizards taking a small forward in the first round of the NBA draft, but with the number 10 pick, the Washington Wizards select A.J. Griffin, small forward from the University of Duke. Um. Six six is a position or is is a height that can you can you can literally play one through four, depending on what you want to send out to the floor at any given time. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so having a little bit more depth. Um, if anything, we can even move him to a two. God forbid Bradley Beal wants to go ahead and leave. Although I don't think it's a bad decision for him. That's a that's also a guy who can step into that position. He has a there's there's a lot of guys on that team who he can learn from. So I think ultimately that, that would be a pretty good pick. Um. Moving on to pick number 11 uh, for the New York Knicks. We have them taking Johnny Davis, um, shooting guard out of Wisconsin. Uh, Johnny Davis is another guy from the Big Ten who scored 20-plus points this past season and led Wisconsin uh, for the, well, not for the majority, for the year. He was their best player. Um, thought behind this is gives uh, R.J. Barrett their number two overall pick of year, number two or number three? Number three. Yeah. Uh, give their number three pick overall from a few years back a little bit of help off the bench. Uh, a little bit of scoring off the bench never hurt nobody. So that's a thought there. Um, coming back around to Oklahoma City at number twelve. We have them taking Mark Williams, center out of a uh, center out of Duke. 
they need help at the center position. They're a little weak up. They're a little weak at the position. Um, this is a guy who shot, who shot 72% in the, um, in the, in the college basketball season. Yeah. So, um, big body knows what he's doing. Smart player. He's 6'10". He could also play a little bit of the four as well. So definitely some versatility there as well. Um, again, this is a guy whose name I'm not, I'm, I'm not very familiar with him. He's a, he's a foreign player, uh, from New Zealand. Um, Usman Dang, we have him going number 13 overall to the Charlotte Hornets. He's a 6'10 small forward. So that's something that you can do a lot with that too. Sure, yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's a whole development thing. Drafting uh, foreign players has always been something that's been tough in the NBA. Um, not a guy that I know a whole lot about. I'm going to watch some film on him, see what, see what he does, see what I like, see what I don't like. And um, if we end up doing another one of these mock drafts, which I'm sure we will. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Um, I can report a little bit more on him. And then number 14 overall, this is a guy that my man Holman likes a lot. I do too. I'm a big fan. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his, la- his first name. Ochai. I'm not 100% sure on, his, on the last name too. Abaji. There we go. We have him going number 14 overall. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I, just, I just wanted everybody to hear your sweet, soothing voice because I've been talking. Nonsense. You have. I ha- don't have any of this in front of me. I also, this was, like you said, completely impromptu. I had no preparation for this at all. Yeah, we have we have a Baji going number number fourteen overall to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, he's senior small forward from Kansas. Um, look, Cleveland is a, Cleveland is in a position where they can win now, get into the playoffs now. If you draft somebody that's twenty two overall who just won a national title, who just led his team to a national title, yeah, this is this is only it like it may it may prove to not be the wisest pick based on potential of what is still there. Um, but ultimately, you're getting a guy, you're getting a guy who's coming from a winning program, knows how to win, is very mature, and dude's a bucket getter. Yeah. So, th- th- so it's 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 a recipe to really make things work in Cleveland, to take them from a bubble team to probably being one of the top six teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. This upcoming season. And he uh, he played a lot of off ball, um, forward there for them, mm-hmm. um, so. You know, when you have Darius Garland, you have Colin Sexton on the floor, you have Evan Mobley, you have um, Jared Allen, you have, or maybe you have Laurie Marketing on the floor, maybe you have uh, Kevin Love on the floor, whoever it is. Karis LeVert, I believe they also have Rondo. Yeah, so the, I mean, they have a, they have a lot of they have a lot of guys over there. Uh, Abaji can he can play off ball mm-hmm. and he can move around and he can he can catch and shoot. He can also create his own shots. Those Kansas players, Kansas players are also pretty gritty too. Uh, Bill Self gets them to buy in to do just about anything to help the team. Pretty much. Um, so of course that's also an attitude that he will carry with him into the NBA. Yeah, absolutely. So I like I like that pick for uh, for Cleveland. Yeah. So there you go. That is the first. That is the first edition. I don't know when the hell the NBA draft is. It's coming up. So we won't be doing these as often as we did NFL mock drafts. But, uh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the mock draft for the NBA. Thank you. I I appreciate that. Uh, my voice is uh rather hoarse now. That's good. Um, so. from 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 do, from doing all that talking. So let's hop over to the uh, NFL here, <coughs> and uh, I think the first thing we have on the question here is uh, why hasn't Eric Bieniemy been hired as a head coach yet? 
So this kind of came up in the news today that he came out and said that he's not gonna he's not gonna give up on his chance to try and become an NFL head coach. Um, I don't know, man. My whole my whole thing with Eric Bieniemy is something tells me he's a system guy. I'm not sure what it is. I know LaShawn McCoy came out and said something about it. He was like, "There's a reason why he hasn't." Um, I'm about to pull it up. I don't know. What, I, I don't. I, I forget what think he, said. he elaborated on why. I could be wrong, um, but I don't remember him elaborating on why why that was. So, I don't know. Head coaching jobs in the NFL are, for some reason, uh, very, very talked about and scrutinized in the media, um, especially when it comes to... LaShawn McCoy goes off on Chiefs' Eric Bieniemy, says he's the reason why he left Kansas City. McCoy isn't surprised Bianami hasn't found a head coaching gig yet. Yeah. Um, you can keep going. I'm, I'm going to read this and see what it says. Oh, it's just, for some reason, uh, the sports media loves to talk about um, minority head coaches and the lack of, and the NFL has to do better and everything like that. Um, it's just it's just one thing they've always, always, always been like, this. Uh, we got to do better. McCoy alleged... Bienemy spoke to players, quote, a certain way that he seemingly deme- deemed inappropriate and is clearly not surprised in the slightest that Bienemy hasn't found a head coaching gig yet. The former running back didn't go too deep into specifics, but McCoy made it known that those in the NFL perhaps view the coach differently compared to everybody else. That's the end of the article. Yeah. I, I mean, look, I'm not going to tell anybody how to run their business or how to do their job. It's their job. It's not my job. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just naive to it, but I'm a firm believer that they hire the coach who they feel is the best for the position, not off the color of their skin. Yeah, yeah. I'm not naive enough to say that it doesn't happen, but I like to think that they hire who they think is best for the position. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I definitely agree with you. I mean, I mean. I'm all I'm I'm all about the NFL trying to incentivize teams to hire minority coaches. I mean, I th- I think th- I think there is a struggle in the NFL with attempting to hire minority coaches, uh, not not just coaches but um, front office personnel as well. Yeah. Um. So so I I think it's great for uh, minorities to be hired into those positions. Um. Uh, but then again, at the same time, if there's somebody else who's more qualified in the position, it would make more sense to go in that route. If you are a business owner. And you have somebody who is not as experienced compared to somebody who is experienced. Ideally, wouldn't you want the person that is more experienced in order to run the position? Yeah. Hey, it doesn't like, and it goes both ways. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. If maybe there's a, somebody with minority that has more experience over somebody that's not a minority that doesn't have as much, I'm gonna take the guy that has more experience. Absolutely. Every 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 single time. Yeah. That's why. Um. What is his name? Coach the Texans now. Um, Lovey Smith. That's why Lovey Smith is the coach, is the coach of the Texans. Compa- compared to some other people, I think even B. Enemy was, was I, I don't know if he interviewed, but his name was mentioned for the job. Yeah, he's been mentioned for the past two years to get a head coaching job. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's, there's re- I, one job that I know he was in consideration for was the Saints job, who I think they ended up going with Brandon Allen. Yes. Who was their defensive coordinator who's been a top five defense the past three, four years. Mm-hmm. So the Saints 
know what they have in the building already, it made the most sense for the Saints to stick with that direction. Yeah. I mean, this is nothing against Eric Bieniemy. I'm sure. I'm sure he's a very, very nice guy. I don't know how much of this is all him and his doing. The last two offensive coordinators who have left the Chiefs to become head coaches, Matt Nagy and um, oh, titties and beer. What is his name? <laughs> I um, don't know. I'll be honest with you. Dougie Fresh, Doug Peterson. Okay. Um, they were they were the last two offensive coordinators before Bienemy. Matt Nagy won Coach of the Year, was eventually fired. Yep. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, was also eventually fired. So I mean, neither, I mean, Doug Peterson got hired into the ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Matt Nagy, I think his I think the Bears caught fire when he first started. Mm-hmm. Um. So varying levels of success, but it'll remain to be seen what Doug Peterson is able to do this upcoming season as the head coach of the Jaguars. But Matt Nagy is now back in Kansas City as a special assistant. Yeah. So I don't I don't know how much the success can be credited credited to be enemy. I'm sure it's probably more than what I realized, but I think he might just be another cog in Andy Reid's thing that he's got going on there. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion. People will probably disagree with me. That's fine, but that's just that's just my opinion on the matter. Yeah, I mean, I think if you get if you have two if you have back to back years of uh, hey you're supposed to be a top coaching candidate um, for head coaching jobs and you don't get a head coaching job in two straight years, mm-hmm. it's probably you. It's it's something you're saying or doing in the interviews that's just not resonating. Dude, they hired um, sorry that was loud. Yeah, it was loud. That was my Yeti. Shout out Yeti sponsors. They hired um, what's his name from the Ravens. I choose to forget him. I can't, I couldn't even tell you his name now at this point. I choose to forget him. Shit, what was his name? Doesn't matter. Anyway, they chose to take the wide receiver coach from one of the worst from from one of the um more underperforming position coaches in the NFL. They chose him over Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. Like Race wasn't even a question at that point because they're because they're both of the same ethnicity. Yep. Eric Bieniemy is more of a successful coach than Homeboy Curly Bird. Who? Oh, it's gonna bother me. I gotta. I gotta. <laughs> Cully, David Cully. I told you. I choose to forget him. <laughs> okay. Did you did Did you remember remember it? No. Okay. I I choose to forget him. I did. I didn't. I didn't know if you remember the name. And you were just deciding, and you just opted not to say it. But but I mean, Bieniemy. Has more success has had more success at his job than Cully had at his job. Absolutely, David Cully was a shit stain for the Chiefs when he was there. Yeah, he was, and then he went to the Ravens, but did the same thing, and then he got fired after one year with the Texans. Yeah, he shit himself in Baltimore, and he shit himself in Houston, and it wasn't even entirely his fault there. No, it wasn't. He was just he was just a fucking babysitter until they realized the direction they wanted to go with. Yeah, he kind of got did dirty there, but regardless. So, to be honest with you, I don't know if Eric Bieniemy ever will get hired as a head coach. 
He may one day when Andy Reid retires, Andy Reid may hand him the keys. But other than that, coaching waiting. Yeah. Other than that, I don't think he gets it. Okay. I, I mean, I was I was just curious. I saw that and I'm like, I'm like, you know, this would, this would probably be something good to bring up on the podcast. See what your see what your thoughts are on the matter. Yeah. Um. Also, can we just say happy retirement to Ryan Fitzpatrick? Happy retirement to Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's a guy. Like he has played, he has started for. I want to say it's something. A quarter of the teams in the NFL. Miami, Jets, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Washington. Washington, he started for. Houston? I'll just pull it up. I think he spent time in Houston, too. He may have. Um, Ryan, not Ryan. Did he play for the Bucks? He did play for the Bucks, yeah. <laughs> Go figure. As soon as I typed in Ryan Fitzpatrick, the first picture that came up is him wearing Deshaun Jackson's chain and jacket. <laughs> um, did you know that Ryan Fitzpatrick actually has the highest score ever from the Wonderlook test? I did not know that. No. Did you know where Ryan Fitzpatrick went to college? No. Harvard. There's no way. Yeah, he went to Harvard. What in the hell? St. Louis Rams, Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills. Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, the Jets, the Buccaneers, the Dolphins, and the football team. Ah, he has led the league in two stats his entire career. In 2018, he led the NFL. In yards per attempt, I believe, at 9.8. And then in 2011, he led the league with a whopping 23 interceptions. Hey, my guy. But 2015, his best year ever. Dang, I didn't realize, I didn't realize he played that damn good. 2015, he started for the Jets. The Jets went 10-6. and six. He threw for 4,000 yards and 31 touchdowns. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my man had himself a season. He was just out there slanging meat. <laughs> and also a football. And, and a football, exactly. Secondly, the 2015, but he was not a pro bowler. And they did not make the playoffs. What? That's a rough year. That's a rough year. Holy hell. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Ryan Fitzpatrick has himself a career year, and they still don't make the playoffs. Shout out to the Jets. Oh, my God. All right. I got I to I I just run this down real quick. Run it down. Let me hear it. I want to see if, I want to see if they just did anything, anything crazy this season. Let me see here. Um, did they, like, blow anybody out? Probably not. I don't think they could have. Or did they get blown out at all? How do you get ten and six and miss the playoffs? That's terrible. Who knows? <laughs> Kick the piss out of the Titans. <laughs> Thirty to eight. Oh my god. Um The Titans are bad, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Damn. That's crazy. You can pray for them though. You can pray for them though. Hold on, I gotta. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull up the box score from this game. Where did it go? 30 to 8, 30 to 8, 30 to 8. 
gosh, I'm like so recap. Let me see here. You're entranced by this. Oh, I am. Oh, it took me right to NFL.com. Let's see if it, let's see if it pulls it up. Oh, it is. Yes. Let me see here. Stats. This is what I'm curious about. Um, oh my God, this is so old. You know who was starting running back for um Tennessee was in this game? I'm gonna say this name. You're gonna shit yourself. CJ2K. Dexter McCluster. Whoa, I forgot about him. Yeah, I do what? Dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick went 21 of 30 of 36 for 263 yards and three touchdowns. Have a game. Uh, oh, what? It's a dude. No wonder he threw 4,000 yards and 31 touchdowns. Dude was throwing to Eric Decker, Quincy Anunwa when he was a, a young buck, and uh, Brandon Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they fucking dominated. And they have Muhammad Wilkerson. <laughs> they probably still had Frank Gore. And Antonio. No, starting, uh, starting running back was Chris Ivory. Okay. Muhammad Wilkerson. Antonio Cromartie. And Darrell Reeves still also. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did this team not make the fucking playoffs? <laughs> Dude. Damon Harris. Sn- Snacks Harris. Uh, Leonard Williams. Calvin Pryor. Demario Davis. Sheldon Richardson. Wow. And you know who the head coach of this team was? Rex Ryan. Todd Bowles. Wow. Yep. So uh all you um so you uh you Buccaneers fans, good luck. That's all I gotta say. Have fun going ten and seven and not making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? Oh, Tom would be pissed. Dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick won fifty nine games his entire career. He won ten in one season. He wasn't the most winning quarterback in NFL history. 59-87-1. He wasn't the most winning quarterback in NFL history. No. No. I'm so happy we got the opportunity to, opportunity to talk about Ryan Fitzpatrick. Absolutely. That just, that just tickles me pink. While we're talking about the Jets, let's, uh, let's go ahead and predict their, uh, their schedule. Ooh, there it is. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm with you here, man. <laughs> So 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 again continuing with continuing with the trend we're doing the NFC and AFC East. We've done Buffalo and Miami for the AFC, Dallas and Washington so far for the NFC. Uh this week we're going to be doing the Jets as Holman alluded to and we're also going to be doing the Eagles. Um so we'll go ahead and start with the Jets. I think this first game is going to be a foregone conclusion. They're in Baltimore. Loss. Thank you. Are they in Baltimore or are we on the road? Uh we're on the road. So I had that one wrong. Anyway, it doesn't yes. matter. Oh, never, no, never mind. I have it right. Come on. Hurry up. Okay. Um, week two, they're on the road to Cleveland. I think this is a loss. I would agree. Then they're at home against Cincinnati. I think this is a loss. Okay. If I have any objections, of course, I will speak up. And then they're on the road to Pittsburgh. I think they'll take it, man. 
I kind of want to say they're going to take it because I don't just want to shit on the Jets, but I also really think that they could lose this. I think they could as well, but then again, I like I think they're going to get shellacked by us. They're going to have a lot of problems with Cleveland. I think they'll play Cincinnati close, and I think they'll beat Pittsburgh. There's a very real possibility that the Jets start this season 0-10. I know. I was just <laughs> looking at that. There's a very real possibility they start the season 0-10. I know. I was just looking ahead, and I'm not trying to give them a win out of pity. <laughs> Son of a bitch, man. I think they lose this one. I think they lose to Pittsburgh. <sighs> I think they start 0-4. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, really, they're starting 0-5 because week five, we had Miami beating the Jets. Yep. So we have them losing to Miami. Week number six, they're on the road to Green Bay. I think this is the one they win. Wow, no way. I think this is the one they win. Do you really? Because who the fuck is Aaron Rodgers throwing to? Sammy Watkins? The boy they got from North Dakota State. Christian Watson. I think that's his name. Sauce Gardner's going to be on that fucking ass. Okay, but then again, at the same time, he can only cover one of them at a time. He might, he might be able to cover both. <laughs> I think this is the one that they, give, they, they pull out. I'm going to be honest with you. I have significantly lost my trust in the Packers after they traded away Devontae Adams. And they also lost to Darius Smith in pass rush. Yeah, that's a good point. And I did, I did see a report today that Aaron Rodgers thinks about retirement constantly. Yeah, he brought up something about the end is near or something after the match with him, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Okay, yeah. You talked you talk into it. I think this is the one that they steal. Okay. Um, so now they're on the road to Denver. They get whopped. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad you agree with me on that one. And then, then they will be at home for New England. I think this is a closer game than people think, but I think New England wins. I would agree with you as well. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is going to be closer, but ultimately, New England will win. Um, and then to week number nine, when we first started this, we had the Buffalo Bills beating the Jets. Yes, so they still win that one. Yeah. So here we are. At week number 10, this is the one week that they will not lose this entire season. It's the bye week. And then they will follow it up with going on the road to New England. I think this is another loss for them. I agree. On, and then they're at home for Chicago. This is going to be a closer game than what people expect as well. It's really going to be a matter of which second-year quarterback is going to be playing the best at this point. Which team doesn't suck the most? Right. I think the Bears team was abysmal, but I think Justin Fields is going to be further along than Zach Wilson will be. I like the Jets here. I agree with you that I think Justin Fields is going to be playing better than Zach Wilson. But do you, but you think just the talent on the Jets is going to be more than what the talent has to offer for the Bears? I think the Jets have more talent spread throughout the field. Okay. Then they followed up with a game on the road to Minnesota. <sighs> Loss. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I would agree. I was getting ready to argue if you were going to say they were going to win. 
And then uh, flashback two weeks ago, we have Buffalo beating the Jets at home yep. in week 14. So we have them losing to Buffalo. Then followed up with a game at home against Detroit. <sighs> this one is tough. This is a shit show. Yeah. These, ne- these next two are going to be tough. You can literally flip a coin and I'm not going to be angry about it. I think they lose to Detroit and beat Jacksonville. Okay. I mean, I mean, they, they, they can't lose every game this fucking season. They can't, but I like Detroit as a little bit of a sleeper team. Not to, not to necessarily make the playoffs. But to not, I don't think they come in last in the division. But to maybe ruin a few people's seasons. I would agree. I, I kind of like what Detroit's got cooking over there. It's slow. It's gradual. It, yeah, they got the they got the they got the crock pot rolling. They got a slow roast going. It's like it's you're like, just waiting on it. Just waiting on it. That's why that's why you're doing it at this point. Um, but can I tell you though, looking at these next three games, of course we already have one that's already decided. Yep. Um, I think they'll I think they'll end it on a three game winner. I think they beat Seattle. I agree with you. I they think they beat, seventeen. I think they beat Jacksonville. They beat Seattle, and then we already had them beating Miami. Yeah, I can, but I can see it because I feel like the Jets are going to be a little bit of a spoiler at the end of the season. Yeah, although I don't know whose season they're going to be spoiling at this point. <laughs> Miami's. Think. Yeah, okay. Miami might be in like wild card contention. God, poor Jets down bad. Whopping <laughs> four and thirteen. <laughs> we giggle, but it's probably going to happen. I know it's so realistic, but then again, at the same time, I think the Jets. I mean, the like you said, the Jets could spoil a lot, a lot more seasons. They could fuck around and win four more games. They could also meet me in the middle and go six and eleven, and still be pretty <sighs> mediocre. They could also probably lose every game too. I told you, there's a very real chance they go zero and ten to start the season. There's a very real chance. I know you saved them with that Green Bay one. Yeah, you saved them with the Green Bay one, dude. Four straight AFC North opponents, which is tough. That's tough. Then a division game. Then uh, then the best team of football last season, followed by now the Russell Wilson-led Denver Broncos with all the weapons they have, then Bill Belichick and Mac Jones, then fucking Josh Allen. Then a bye week. Then, then a, and then Bill Belichick and Mac Jones again. The Jets got no favors. They got no favors on this yeah. schedule. Hey, maybe this works out. Maybe they're, maybe like, they're like, hey, you know what? Zach, this is it. Lock it in. Or we're gonna go get uh, we're gonna go get Bryce. I think Stroud goes number one. I think Stroud would be taken first, maybe not number one, but first for quarterbacks. I don't know; it's tough to say. Who knows? Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and move on to a team that's got a little bit more optimism. <laughs> <laughs> this is my pick to win the NFC East. Okay, so right now, um. Philadelphia opens up the season on the road to Detroit. I think this is a win. I would agree. Then at home for Minnesota. I think this is a win. Okay. Going back to last week, we have we had Washington losing to Philadelphia, so we have them beating Washington on the road. Then to follow it up with a home game against the Jaguars. This is a win. Okay. Doug Peterson's first game back in Philadelphia since he was fired. So that's that. Mm-hmm. Then on the road to Arizona. I think they lose this one. Okay. I can, I can see that as well. I think Arizona is going to be one of those teams that's going to be tough to figure out this year. Yeah, they're going to be tough. The Eagles riding hot. Probably get a little humbled. Probably get humbled a little bit here. I would agree. 
And then they followed up with the shellacking of Dallas. Yeah, they're gonna mop them. Yep. So and so our so our first week doing this, we had Dallas losing to Philadelphia at home. So they so we will have Philadelphia beating Dallas. Heading into the unlosable week of the bye week at week number seven, and then followed up with a game against with a game at Pittsburgh, the Battle of Philadelphia, the Battle of Pit, Battle of Pennsylvania. There you go. I was going to do all the peas there. <laughs> what? No. Okay. Um. So at home versus Pittsburgh, I think they win this one. I they I think they win this one as well. I was curious. To th- I was going to ask you what you thought here because. I thought they won it. Yeah, I mean, like I think top to bottom, especially offensively, I think they're going to be. I think they're better than Pittsburgh is. Mm-hmm. Um, def- defensively, I don't think they are, but they're not better, but they're they're competent. Yeah, it's cl- it's close. Whoever, whether it's whether it's um, Mitch or Kenny Pickett starting at quarterback, they'll give one of those two guys trouble. Yeah, I mean, they still have Darius Slay. They still have James Bradbury. They drafted mm-hmm. Nicobe Dean, Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, yep, uh, Josh Sweat. I mean, they got dogs. It's a it's, it's it's a good defense, and it's also it also is going to be very very tough for. It's really going to be tough for anybody, considering the fact that they have AJ Brown, and Devontae Smith still. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, and you know, say say what you want, but the dude was the third. Dude was a first round pick. Maybe if he's the number three guy, maybe Jalen Rager could turn do something this year. I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in him. No, but you you never know. Never know. You 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 never know. Um, maybe maybe a a bump down the depth down the depth chart, five hundred yards a season. Set some realistic expectations. I think five hundred is realistic. No, 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 I'm saying like that. Like that's the realistic expectations right. for him. Everyone's like he's gonna be a dog, thousand yard receiver, blah blah blah, whatever. And it's like, hey, they maybe, have two thousand yard receivers already. Maybe that wasn't him. Right, I agree. Um, and then they followed up with a game. Um, on the road to Houston, I think it's a win. I'm agreeing there. Um, the way the season has gone this so far, if you go back to last week, we have them. We had Washington beating Philadelphia. Um, so they're going to lose to Philadelphia or lose to Washington at home. I think this is a game that could get humbled. Yeah, considering how the season is going. Yeah, and then also if you look at the next game, they're on the road to Indianapolis. I think there's also a game they could lose that too. I think they lose here. Yeah, I th- I think I think they end up losing two straight games. Um so followed up, have a two game have a two game stretch at home. They get Green Bay first. Win. Okay. I, I would I would agree. I mean, we kind of already made our point for Philadelphia of why we think they're gonna be what they are this season. Mm-hmm. Um so And Jalen Hurts is a competent quarterback. I think Jalen Hurts is the guy. I mean, just because it, dude has one bad playoff game. Big fucking deal. You know who else had a bad playoff game his first go around to? Lamar Jackson. Peyton Manning had a few. Dude, Peyton Manning was abysmal in in his first few playoff games. So I mean, Tom like, Brady's had a couple. Pump the brakes. It's all it's all okay. Mostly against the Ravens. Yes, I'll throw that out there. Um, then they followed up with a game at home against Tennessee. This is a tougher one too because if Derrick Henry gets rolling, it's 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 tough to beat the Titans. I think by this point, it'll be the Malik Willis show as well. I think I like Tennessee here. I would agree. Um, just because I think they're going to try to stretch the field with uh, Derrick Henry. They're going to run some stretch runs instead of up the gut because they're going to put Fletcher Cox and Jordan Davis in mm-hmm. the middle. And Derrick Henry is a behemoth of a man. Jordan Davis is a bigger behemoth. Yeah, agreed. Um, now, this is, this is kind of where the schedule gets really, really tough for Philadelphia. They have four straight games on the road. Uh, three straight. Three? Yes. Really? Yes. Are they home against New Orleans? Yes. Fuck, I wrote that down. 
whatever. Not important at this point. Um, so we've opened it up with On the Road to the Giants. Their first game against the Giants of the season. I think they win this one. What the fuck? What the hell? I filled in, I colored this one in, and I didn't even mean to. They haven't put, we haven't done something for the Giants yet. Anyway, um, then they go on the road to Chicago. I think they win this one. Okay. I'll give you that one. Uh, flashback to the first time we were doing this. We had Dallas beating Philadelphia at home. So here we have Philadelphia losing to Dallas in week 16 on the road. Okay. Um, then they get New Orleans in week 17. This one's tough. I could see New Orleans scraping this one out. So could I. I could see New Orleans scraping this one out. Because of, because of how good they are defensively. And I think, I think at this point, too, New Orleans could be competing for the division title. Yeah, they could be. For sure. Um, then they followed up with a game at home against the Giants. They win this one. Okay. You think they sweep the Giants? Yes. Okay. One, one two, three. Should be 11 and, and six. six. Which, hold on, one, two, with four and two in the division. Hold that up. Wait a second. I did my math wrong here. One, two. No, I didn't. Um, which, based on division record tiebreakers, Philadelphia would edge Washington for the division because we have we have Washington going eleven to six as well. There we go. Yeah. So we have we have Washington losing to Philadelphia. Losing to the Giants and losing to Dallas. We only have Philadelphia losing to Washington and Dallas for the for 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 their division games. I think it's realistic. So, it, it 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 is realistic. I was like, of of course, I have everything up in front of the screen for me. I know. I don't believe you have managed to get a copy of this because I know I haven't sent it to you, and I'm not going to. Nope. Because it's my property. Okay. But um. I was I was hoping we would be able to find another loss in there. So my pick for the NFC East wins the division. But now the way it sits, Philly. I think it's just and you agreed with all the picks. They like like none of them are un, none of them are unrealistic. The whole division, I mean, divisional opponents in the NFC East, it's always so it's always very very tricky to figure out. Yep. So the fact that they sweep the Giants is tough. I think they could lose one game to the Giants. They could. Just because it's a divisional thing. I mean, it's very, very tough to, to sweep a divisional opponent just because they see you twice a year and they know you better than anybody else. So I agree. It is tough. Yeah. So that's, that, that, that's, just, that's just my thoughts on it. But all in all, I agree with how it is. Philadelphia 11-6 and and the Jets 4-13. and Right now, the pecking order for, the, for both divisions... We have Buffalo in first, Miami in second, and the Jets in third. And then, if, and then for the NFC East, we have Philadelphia first, Washington second, Dallas third at seven and ten. I'm not looking forward to next week because Brandon and Sarah are both Patriots fans. I really feel like we're about to break some hearts. I'm not looking forward to it. Well. Brandon, Sarah, bright side is you're not going to lose the Jets. <laughs> bright side, Tom already got you six. Tom, Tom got you six. I wouldn't complain too much. 
Dang, I did not realize that we have Miami sweeping New England. Yep. Dang. <laughs> yep. And they play the Ravens this year. <sighs> fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I'm saying fuck because I'm like Ravens fan. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Trust me, if I had it my way, the Ravens are going 17 0. <laughs> Maybe <clears throat> maybe in two weeks. We'll probably do the North next. Yeah, we'll start with the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, give it, give it, get, get, give it, give it two weeks, and you'll see, you'll see the best record in football. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to uh, kind of transition into uh, we were kind of just talking about you know the NFC East and and the Commanders, uh, and I think we touched on it briefly last week. Um, the Washington Commanders uh, have, it's been reported that they've bought a new piece of land. Yeah, it's, um, I forget how far away it is from where FedEx is right now, but I saw like a mock of what they're planning to do with the stadium. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to do a 55,000 seat stadium. Think about that. Only 55,000. They might still not be able to fill it. I know. Washington also does have the lowest attendance in the NFL, so it does make sense that they would do that. But then again, at the same time, that's that's a small stadium. Yeah, I agree. I don't even know what the biggest is. Probably one of the ones that were just built, like a Legion or um, SoFi. I can let you know in a minute here. I still think it's at t <clears throat> Uh, MetLife. No, it can't be right. It's the largest NFL stadium in the league with a capacity of 82,500. That's not right. That can't be right. That's not. Allegiant, 65,000. Arrowhead, 76. A&TT, 80. I'm pretty sure AT&T can seat over 100,000. Oh, when it comes to officially official listed capacity, the numbers are not always the complete picture. For example, AT and T can hold over a hundred thousand fans when the standing room standing room is accounted for. Yeah. However, the official capacity is twenty thousand seats fewer, which makes sense. Which makes sense. So, um, so right now the smallest stadium in the NFL is Soldier Field. With a capacity of sixty-one thousand. Uh, let me see where. Where does FedEx Field fall? Uh, da, 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 da. I don't even see it on here. Washington Redskins seventy-nine thousand. Damn. Seventy-nine thousand. Oh my god. Officially eighty-two. Okay, which is the second largest stadium in the NFL. 500 seats behind MetLife. Well, that's MetLife's. I don't think that's MetLife's like official number. Like that's their like seating capacity. Right. Well, that's FedEx. That's FedEx. FedEx's seating capacity. Now, if you want to know attendance numbers. Yeah, I can look that up. Probably lowest. Uh, let me see here. <coughs> let me see. Uh, 2021, the 
lowest average in the NFL at 51,522 was the Detroit Lions. At number two, at a total of 52,751, was the Washington Commanders. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then... I'll just, I'll just keep going through the top five. or bottom five. Jacksonville at 59,968. Cincinnati at 6325. And then Pittsburgh at 6488. Wow. Then you go with the top five. You have Dallas at 93,421 attendance. Uh, Green Bay, number two, at 77,000. Wow. So Dallas has the most by over 15,000 people. That's insane. 77,991 for Green Bay, 76,236 for Denver, 73,832 for the Giants, and 73,227 for the Kansas City Chiefs. The Baltimore Ravens come in at ninth at 70,537. We were part of that. Which is 99.7% capacity. Damn, so you're selling out. Yeah. Our team was busted. Yeah. The highest percentage of attendance at 100.4 is Kansas City and Minnesota. They're both tied at 100.4. Seems a little illegal. I would agree. Going to call the fire marshal. Washington does have the lowest percentage of attendance of attendance at 64.3. And that is um, 15% lower, almost 16% lower than Detroit. Oh my gosh. So, and that is, um, the, the Jets have the third lowest attendance percentage at 86.9. So they're 22%. Their attendance is 22% less from what the Jets' attendance is. Washington, you you guys got to do better. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's like it's tough when there's so much allegations surrounding the team. Yeah, it's hard to support. It's hard to support an owner like that. Yeah, I mean I mean it it really is. I mean I mean plus with um being in DC is very very easy for fans of other teams to get tickets to the games to go to to go to FedEx. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's not really a whole lot of home support there. True. Um. So, they got to do better. Definitely. Maybe a smaller stadium would be more beneficial to them. I don't know. There's only one, one way to find out. Just build the fucking thing and let's find it out. Let's see. Um, kind of the transition a little bit better, or so, something a little bit better, maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it. Uh, the new Madden cover got announced. Yes, it did. For Madden 2023, and the cover athlete is John Madden himself. I don't know if he's necessarily an athlete, but yes. <coughs> he's probably more of an athlete than you and me. He's dead. Maybe not now. (laughs) (laughs) So, my question for you, Mr. Holman. Will Madden 2023 be as bad as the rest of them have been? Is EA EA Sports still making it? (laughs) All right, there's there's your answer. (laughs) Fucking yes, it will. Okay, my man. But see, isn't EA making the NCAA a football game? I don't know, maybe. They probably still make a better game than... 2K does. NCAA. Whether it's oh, NBA God. 2K, whether it's PGA 2K, it could be NFL 2K, it could be MLB 2K. MLB 2K, it doesn't matter. If 2K is making a game, you can chalk it up to being a shit. 2K, you suck. I said it, I meant it. Shout out 2K sponsors. <laughs> Shout out 2K sponsors. <laughs> Shout out 2K, you suck. We hate you. Shout out 2K sponsors. <laughs> um, I'm going through some shit. That's okay. Aren't we all? Um, but yeah, I think Madden's gonna suck. 
I think so, but we're still going to buy it. You're going to buy, or we're going to go Hazzies and then game share. We're going to go Hazzies and game share. So let's kind of hash out what we got going on with this. Cause I want to, I want to talk about it. I want to set some rules. I want it on the, on air. So everybody knows rule number one, PS fives. Motherfucker. I can't find one. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll find one. Hit up JB. Huh? Hit up JB. I got to plug now. Do you? I do. I'm not paying $700 for a PS5. I can tell you that now. Retail, maybe. If, if it's retail, I'm in. I got a plug. Okay. We, we, we will discuss it more off, off, off mic. That's fine. I'm in. Okay. If it's retail, I'm in. I can do my best. I have to ask around. But I'm not, I'm not paying resale for one. I, th- I, th- I think I have a plug. This, this is progressively getting less and less reliable. Uh, <laughs> less, less and less reliable. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll okay. I'll. 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 I'll tell you off, Mike. You. 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 You can probably figure out where I'm. Where I'm getting the information from. But. I'm. I'm leaning, leaning towards something. But, uh, <laughs> okay. So PS Five rule number one. Yeah. Rule number two. No PS Four. No PS Four. Okay. <laughs> we established that. Um. So are we? Let's. Uh. Let's say it has to be. What a bottom half team. Okay, it's fine. Bottom half team. Are we going one AFC, one NFC? Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. You want AFC or NFC? You want to flip a coin for it? That that part's not important. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we have to establish who we're picking now at this point. Okay. Okay. Gotta, Priority number one, get a PS5. <laughs> we we, we got to chalk that out first. Um, okay, so one person's going AFC, one one person's going NFC. Um, I guess we're just starting with whoever they drafted this year, because I don't know if we can go back and redo the draft. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean we would have to. Okay. Because there's some teams I don't agree with who they drafted, but I guess I'll just have to work around that. Well, that's fine. That's why you're not a fucking GM. You're right. <laughs> I don't agree with a lot of what the Chicago Bears did, but well, neither do I. I don't. I don't agree with a lot of what the fucking Cincinnati Bengals did. With tra- taking six safeties with, with their five picks. This assholes turned into two for one. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll the old switcheroo. <laughs> we'll the old switcheroo on a on a freaking chim sham. It's two player swing. <laughs> it's a two player swing. <laughs> All right, so uh, one person's going to AFC. I kind of already have a feeling of a team I want. Who? Uh, I kind of want... You're going to judge me for it because you're going to be like, why are you so high on them? kind of want to rock with the Giants. I knew you were going to say that. Dude, I think they have a pretty good team over there. And as long as Daniel Jones isn't the idiot making the decisions, if I'm making the decisions for him, I'm going to be okay. Okay, so you want... So that's the team you want. Possibly. Okay, and I'd have to take a peek at it, but that's it's an option for me. I think I have. You could technically go the cheap route and take the Broncos, who were technically a bottom half team last year, but traded for Russell Wilson. Well, then in that case, I could take a bottom half team and go with the fucking Ravens. You could also do that. All right, we get we get we get to hammer out the details a little bit more because we're poking a lot of holes in this. <laughs> Team that does not have a top ten quarterback. That's debatable. Basically, two schools of thought. 
honestly, honestly, that 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 is debatable because, okay, if if I if I cannot pick a team that has a top ten quarterback, then I can realistically pick the Indianapolis Colts. You realistically could. Well, were they a bottom half team? Okay, so that's the stipulation: the bottom half team with a non top ten quarterback. Yeah. Like technically, no. I guess you couldn't pick the Dolphins because I don't think they were bottom half. I don't think they were in the bottom. No, half they of the weren't. <sighs> Damn, now my wheels are spinning. That this stuff. Really, Adams did have a beard. Am I picking my team now? No, you don't have to. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Um, let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Technically, Miami is in the bottom half. They were, they were middle of the road. It's Miami, Minnesota, Cleveland, Baltimore, Washington, Seattle, Atlanta, Denver, Chicago, Carolina, Giants, Jets, Houston, Detroit, Jacksonville. <laughs> but they can't have a top 10 quarterback. So that kind of takes out Baltimore. That takes out Baltimore. Denver. Okay. That's really it. And the Chargers. Oh, uh, yeah. You can't pick the Chargers. No Chargers, no Baltimore, no Denver. Well, we'd have to establish who were top 10 quarterbacks then. I think Justin Herbert's a top 10 quarterback. Oh, that's fine. I mean... <laughs> Is Russell Wilson a top ten quarterback? I think so. Well, there's basically, there's basically two rules of thought. <laughs> there's basically two rules of thought. Um, yeah, Indy is just outside. Uh, New Orleans is just outside. Since you're going with, since you're going with a team that's like absolute, that's like an absolute dog, dog water. Um, I think I probably will as well. I mean, you pick who you want. I'm not set on the Giants. I could always change it. I have a few that are in mind right now that I wouldn't mind doing. I I could pick the uh, I could pick the Vikings. Yeah, they're not dog water. Yeah, yeah, the Vikings definitely are not dog water. Um, but you could like, I could have a lot of fun with the Jets. I could have a lot of fun with Houston because I would just throw the hell out of the ball successfully too. Yeah. If there's anybody who can run a West Coast offense, it's me. <laughs> um, I could also go with Seattle. You could. Then you could just try and fucking launch bombs with Drew Locke. I could. I have DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. That's very true. It's very possible. The team that's most enticing to me right now, though, is Jacksonville. Okay. That's, that's, that's a good one. Because Trevor Lawrence has all this skill. Yeah. And he actually has a coach that's not a retard <laughs> can't say that word on air sorry <laughs> he, he okay I'll, I'll 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 retract my statement he actually doesn't have a coach that's a dumb shit there you go <laughs> more demeaning but more acceptable yes um so i think that might be the play but we'll figure it out we'll figure it out as we go along yeah we got time to uh time to figure it out unfortunately and hey, you know what? We'll we'll just flip a coin to keep it fair on who gets AFC, who gets NFC. Um, just because I think the NFC has more teams in the bottom. So whoever gets the NFC maybe gets a little bit better pickings. But the teams, the teams in the AFC, 
Like like the, like the teams that are in the bottom of the AFC suck. Yeah. I yeah. I e Jacksonville. I e Houston. I e the Jets. Yeah. Yes. All three teams. All three teams that I just mentioned are abysmal. Technically, Cleveland's an option. They have the Sean Watson. They're dumb, dumb. Is he a top ten quarterback? This is why. This is why we have to discuss this. That's what I'm saying. All right. First priority, PS5. Second priority, establish what the top 10 quarterbacks are. Okay. Consensus, not just our personal opinion. Okay. Are we uh, going to establish this now? We can. You know what? Fuck it. No, Let's do it. Might as well. Colorado's up, uh, Colorado's up 2-0, and uh, the yep. Rangers won 6-2 last night. Yep. Um, there's hockey for you. <laughs> there, there's hockey for you. The Orioles still suck. Um, the Yankees are still winning the American League, and the Dodgers are still leading the uh, the NL. Uh, some dude called the dude for the Yankees Nestor the Molester. Um, so he's so that's all up in arms. Paul Goldschmidt's on a twenty five game hitting streak. There's your MLB update. And Drew Timmy's not going into the NBA draft. He is staying in college. Yep. There you go. Okay. What more you need? Just be happy. Be happy with what we're getting. One, two. Three, four. High quality five. H2O. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, and you were like, was that necessary? The answer to that is overwhelmingly no. No, it's not necessary. Dick. But I'll do it again. Second, I lied. I'm not going to. Best quarterback. Oh, let's be nice. Yeah. Let's be nice. We don't have to go there. I mean, you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. I'm out of order. <laughs> Stupid. All right, number one, best quarterback in the NFL. <sighs> Nick, Nick, Patty, back, give a dog a bone. Nick, Patty, right? You going Patrick Mahomes? Number one. We want you. Uh. If we're going, are we starting a franchise or like with this quarterback or is it just who plays the best football? <sighs> Bitch. Because <laughs> I say Matt Stafford. He just won a Super Bowl. That doesn't make him the best quarterback in the NFL. He played pretty well. Matt Stafford was not the reason why they won that game. It wasn't the reason they lost. Well, they didn't lose. Exactly. <laughs> okay, focus here. Shithead. Number one quarterback in the NFL. All right. Patrick Mahomes. Patty. Cool. I don't know how to spell Mahomes, so I'm literally just putting out Patty. <laughs> Number two. Um, Josh Allen. I would agree. I do know how to spell Josh and Allen, so <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Number three, I think Justin Herbert. Yeah. For those of you who are curious, I know how to spell Herbert as well. <laughs> I probably put Aaron Rodgers here. M A H. Fuck it, I put Patty. It's damn. <laughs> I'm too far down now at this point. Aaron Rodgers four. You just want two back-to-back MVPs <sighs> with one wide receiver. Okay, we'll give you that. <laughs> What the fuck's going on here? 
Matt Stafford. All right. Pause. You're going Tom Brady. So I think I think Matt Stafford is a top 10 quarterback, but I don't know if he is a top five quarterback in the NFL. You don't think so? No, because, I mean, you still have a guy like um, you have Dak. You have Lamar. Tom, Tom Brady, I think, is better than Matt Stafford. Well, not not think he is better than Matt Stafford. Maybe so, not at this point in his career, but... So just a comparison for last year. Yes, Tom Brady did lead the league in passing yards with 5,316. He also had 43 touchdowns and 12 interceptions, right? So 5,300, 43, and 12. Matt Stafford had 48, almost 4,900 yards, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. He had two less touchdowns, five more interceptions, and about 500 less yards. You said 12 interceptions, so he had 17? Yes. Okay. You said 12. You said, you, 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 you said 12. You said he had 12. Tom Brady had 12, yes. No, 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 no. You said Stafford had 12. Oh. Did I? Yeah. You sure? Yes. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. You put Tom at five. Matt Stafford is definitely better than Dak Prescott, though. But is he better than Lamar Jackson? My opinion, no. I think present day in the NFL, I think I think I think Lamar Jackson's fifth best quarterback in the, in the NFL. I think Matt Stafford's better than Lamar Jackson. Do you? Yeah. And I love Lamar. Yeah. I'm a Ravens fan. So would you say would you say Stafford number six? Yes. Okay. That's where I would put him. I can I can live with that. Lamar seven. Yes. Eight. Ross. I'm just I'm 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 just thinking here. I'm not I'm not like trying to say it wrong. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just actually thinking. Um Okay, I'll give you that one. I mean he was he was running around for his life out there in Seattle. Granted, he had two good wide receivers, but he was still running around for his life. Good point. Ninth. Hmm. Guys, we have off the list. Watson. Dak. Derek Carr. Kyler. Hmm. This is tough because I think Derek Carr should be a top 10 quarterback. I agree. I think Dak Prescott and Joe Burrow also make good cases to be a top 10 quarterback. I agree. <sighs> um, I also think Matt Ryan makes a good argument. I think Matt Ryan does. I think Kyler Murray does as well. Mm-hmm. Only two of them can make it. Correct. Is it outlandish of me to say Joe Burrow and Derek Carr at 9 and 10? Car no, bro, yes. Okay. Why? I feel like I agree with your reasoning. Six card, nine, bro, ten. 
Burrow nine, car ten. Okay, I think car's ninth. Okay, so car's nine. We got it. Now we have to battle out who's ten. This is where the fun starts. <laughs> it's only just begun. So, okay, so these are the guys that are still in consideration. Watson. Burrow. Kyler. Dak. It's those four. Those four. But if you ask me, I don't think Deshaun Watson's in contention. Okay. I, you can make the argument, but I would agree. At the end of the season, we'll see, and you can make a case for him. But he hasn't played. He's on a new team, in a new system, and I read something that there's talks about him missing the entire season. I did just see you got hit with a, with a 23rd case. Exactly. So, I don't know. Okay. So, to me, it's between Dak, Kyler, and Burrow. And Burrow. Okay, well, let's, 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 let's go ahead. Dak, Kyler, Burrow. Let's go ahead and discuss it. Okay. Kyler Murray is the most athletic of the three. For sure. He's the second most athletic quarterback in the league. He has a cannon for an arm. Yeah, he does. He had he has a lot of he has a lot of good talent around him. Mm-hmm. But yet the consistency is an issue. It's an issue for me. Okay. Dak Prescott. Less athletic. Better weapons. Used to. Correct. And I wouldn't even say Dak Prescott has better weapons than Joe Burrow. I was speaking in terms of having better better weapons than Kyler. Okay, better than Kyler. Okay, true, 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 true. <laughs> this is the whole thing. I think Burrow's out, in my opinion, because he did it once. Okay. I need to see it more consistently. All of these guys here have done it consistently. They have. I'll give you that. And, I mean... Kyler's Kyler's been pretty damn consistent in his entire career. 2019, he had 3,700 yards passing, 12 touchdowns, or 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. 2020, uh, he had 3,900 yards, 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. In this past season, he had 3,700 yards, 24 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. It's consistently 3,700 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. And, And he also gives you an element on the ground, too. Don't get me wrong, Burrow does as well, and so can Dak Prescott, but with Kyler, it's just a little bit different. Jeez Louise. He runs for a lot of touchdowns. Uh, now, I was looking at the fact that uh, Kyler Murray had 12 fumbles this season. Lost none of them. That's kind of insane. <laughs> it's almost like the same thing with Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson loses fumbles a decent amount, too. But then again, whenever it's a bad snap, that is credited as a quarterback fumble. Fair. Very fair. So... If you ask me, I think Burrow's out. Okay. I think it's between Kyler Murray and Dak Prescott. <sighs> Kyler has had to do more with less. But Dak's been more consistent, has had more consistent production. I'd put Dak in there. Dak over Kyler? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I like, like, like if if we said press, cot, C O T T, got it. 
So we have Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, and Dak Prescott. Okay. Seems fair. I don't think that's hateful. No. So that does rule out the Chargers. Yep. It does rule out the Ravens. Yep. It does rule out the Broncos. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. It's those three. So the Dolphins, the Vikings, the Browns, the Commanders, the Seahawks, the Falcons, the Bears, the Panthers, the Jets, Giants, Texans, Lions, and Jaguars are still on the table. We got time to figure it out. We're gonna. I I, I know damn well we're gonna discuss this more when we're when we're done. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, that's right. You have a flight to catch tomorrow. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Prick. Sorry. Heading back down to South Carolina. Yeah, except uh, no Carolina, no Carolina can this time. No adventures of Poopy Spanky and um, Cowboy. Cowboy. It's just you and Sarah. You and Sarah. Poopy and his girlfriend. <laughs> Poopy and Poopy's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 What are? Um, what's your uh, vacation going to be called? The Adventures of? Uh, I don't know. We'll figure that out. We didn't know that this was going to be the name going into our trip. That's very true. We figured it out afterwards. We also we also thought we would be listening to Action Bronson all week, and we ended up ended up listening to Morgan Wallen and Zach Brown, Zach Brown and Lionel Richie. Yeah, exactly. You got to see where it takes you. Yeah, that's a good point. And you're gonna be you're gonna be in Myrtle, not Charleston. Yep. Did we hit every topic? Yes. We, okay. Nah, nah. Here's here's a little bit more banter. I didn't know if we had anything else to cover before before we got before we got back into the banter. Nope, we're done. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm jealous, man. Sarah, I am surprised me with the trip. I am, but I'm not because I'm I'm I am I'm gonna have a good weekend as well. I'm going to Camden Yards tomorrow to go get a free fucking T-shirt. There you go. Yeah, I'm excited. Um. Sitting section seventy row one. Come how at your boy. Third base line. Third base line. Um, I think it's right by where the ball girl sits. So you might get a ball. Yeah. Even though I have like six. Rat bastard. <laughs> Look. Call me uh call me Zach Hample. What can I say? That's enough out of you. That's it dude, it's, dude, it's, dude you're you're gonna miss this while you're gone. You maybe. You you don't look, you don't get the stupidity out of Sarah that you get from me. No, but she lets me touch her butt. Oh, well, see, that's advantageous. <laughs> see, whenever whenever you smack me on the ass, I just I I flinch. You squirm, yeah. I do. It's it's a, it's a it's a very natural reaction. <laughs> Trust me. Anybody anybody that touches my ass, it, I just <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 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 just a very very natural reaction for me to flinch. So yeah. oh man, I don't know why we just started talking about like ass slaps. <laughs> Why not? It's 2022. That's a good point. It is 2022. I also think today's National Donut Day. Could be. I gotta search it. Hold on. You figure that out, and then when you do that, we're gonna get out of here, because we're almost at two hours. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. This guy. We probably took 20 minutes doing just the NBA draft alone. Friday, June 3rd, National Donut Day. There it is. It's National Donut Day. Go to Duncan. No, they're open. Sorry. 
You got or, 15 minutes. You might get them for free. Or you could just go to um, Shoppers. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> and it's only right around the corner. It's a little bit further than Duncan. Like, slightly further. Slightly. Same, shop, same shopping center, so it's okay. Wingstop, Fat Boy, need a 10-piece. <sighs> I'd crush some wings right now. I got, I got, have you seen that new flavor of wings, the Hot Cheeto at Buffalo Wild Wings? Yes. I got it. I tried it. Did it smack? It was okay. Did you hate yourself? No, I actually didn't. Okay. Because like heat like on the on the spectrum of heat of heat hotness. Heat hot. On the spectrum of heat heat heatness at Buffalo Wild Wings, my go to for traditional wings, desert heat, is hotter than the hot nacho. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's that. Okay. Yeah. Just checking in. No, no, I, I, I just, hey, I, I just, I just had, I just had to share it. I'm sure everyone appreciates it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Help, I know, I know. Help you help you help them. Help me, help me, help you. Help me by helping me by helping you. Helping you, helping me, helping me. Reaching out, <laughs> touching you, touching me. Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. I don't know what the fuck is happening at this point. I don't either. Let's go ahead and get the hell out of here. Um, I'm in vacation mode. I'm about to go grab myself a little pina colada action and get after it. Fuck you. <laughs> God, I would have hide you in my fucking attic and just shackle you to the wall. If anybody doesn't hear from me for a week, <laughs> just uh, you know where to look. I told you I got some shackles in the back. <laughs> Let's get out of here so I can go on vacation. You can get ready for your little Camden Yards day. My Camden Yards date tomorrow. There it is. Yeah. All right, man. Sounds good. I gotcha. We'll be safe. We'll be uh, we'll be we'll be wishing wishing for your for you to have a good vacation. Um, low key. I hope it rains. No, I'm joking. I think it's actually supposed to. You <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's terrible. I, did, I didn't even know that. That sucks. Beat your ass. That's fine. Just beat my ass with your ass, all right? Okay. All right. All right. See you guys. All right. See you.